If a political leader promised to reduce immigration levels, would they win or lose votes? A new Abacus Data survey finds more Canadians would vote for that political leader and party who promised to cut immigration levels than would be repelled by it. Welcome back to In Focus with David Coletto. I'm David Coletto. Over the past few months, immigration has taken center stage in Canada. It's the subject of multiple opinion pieces and contentious political debates. Just yesterday, Pierre Polyev, leader of the Conservative Party, was asked repeatedly about a stance on Canada's immigration target during a press conference. His avoidance of the direct answer only further piqued my interest in public opinion dynamics surrounding immigration. Last month, I conducted a survey on public attitudes towards immigration. The findings were striking. A clear majority of Canadians believe our target of 500,000 new immigrants per year is too high, citing concerns about its impact on housing, congestion and traffic, and health care. But could a political leader in Canada who openly promises to cut immigration not lose support? In fact, could they gain support? To answer this, I conducted a new survey from July 20th to the 25th uh, of 2,400 plus Canadian adults. So let's dive into what I found. Now, interestingly, only one in four Canadians say they would be less likely to vote for a party that promised to reduce immigration levels. Meanwhile, four in 10 Canadians are more likely to vote for a party promising to cut immigration, giving a net plus 15 in vote impact for the idea. Now, this doesn't seem like a political, politically risky position to take, given 61% of Canadians believe that Canada's immigration target is too high. To me, this suggests that promising a reduction in immigration might be a potent political strategy resonating with a significant portion of the electorate across all demographic groups. But what about the perceptions of the political leader making such a promise? Well, a notable majority of Canadians, 66% to be exact, believe such a leader is responding to strains on public services. 62% believe that that leader is definitely or probably in touch with Canadian public opinion. Meanwhile, 60% think that that leader is trying to make housing more affordable, suggesting a perceived link between immigration rates and housing costs and affordability and accessibility. However, it's also worth noting that 47%, just under half, view a leader promising to cut immigration as short-sighted, implying potential long-term harm to the country. And finally, only 32%, one in three, consider such a leader to be racist. This shows that a majority of Canadians don't view a reduction in immigration as inherently xenophobic or discriminatory. Rather, they seem to attribute it to addressing practical concerns and responding to public opinion. So what does all this mean? Well, the common belief that Canada is immune to anti-immigration sentiment is clearly mistaken. Opposition to high levels of immigration today is not driven by widespread xenophobia or racism. For some, it is and it's going to be something that remains. Rather, the broad uh, concern and perhaps resistance to immigration seems to be a rational response to perceived scarcity, housing shortages, long healthcare wait times, and the inability to find a family doctor. All are pains of growth. The broader views about immigration remain generally positive, with only one in three believing that immigration is making Canada worse. Most Canadians recognize the economic upside of population growth, especially as our population ages. However, public opinion leads towards reducing immigration levels. It's clear that a promise to cut immigration is more likely to help rather than hurt a political party's support. 
It's an issue that transcends regional, demographic, and even political lines. The implications of this research, in my opinion, are quite stark. We should be prepared for a serious debate about immigration. It's starting, and the elite consensus that we've had in Canada, both at the political and business level, may start to, to shake, may start to shred. It's incumbent upon our governments at all levels to address public concerns about housing and health care, and without a coordinated national approach to these issues. I predict that support for cutting immigration, which, by the way, we need to respond to our demographic crisis, will likely grow. Now, that's all for this episode of In Focus with David Coletto. Thank you for joining me today as I dove into this uh, recent data on Canadian attitudes towards immigration. It's a topic I'm, I'm really interested in and will continue to explore. And I'll keep exploring similar topics that I think are important to inform the conversation, to help political managers figure out how to respond. If you find these insights useful, please subscribe to my Substack at davidcoletto.substack.com. There, I regularly post insights and data you won't find anywhere else. And please consider becoming a paid subscriber, which gives you access to exclusive content and the full library of posts. I've been thrilled with the uh, interest and support of my work and um, your subscriptions help pay for additional research and gives me the time to do it. Hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.